Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Rod Sports Rant. I'm your host, Rod, and let's get started. Uh, today, I'm going to be going over, I'm going to finally be going over uh, the Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford fight. Um, I wanted to, you know, rewatch parts of the fight so that I could give a, you know, pretty good breakdown of it. Um, uh, we're going to talk about Monday Night Football uh, and, the, you know, the scrimmage game that Tampa Bay and New York had. Uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, LeBron James and uh, Isaiah Stewart. So uh, let's get started. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, Le LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart. Um, I do agree with both men being suspended. I do not understand why Isaiah Stewart was suspended two games to LeBron's one. I thought they should have both got suspended for the same amount of games. I, I really don't think it didn't look outright intentional, but... I don't necessarily believe it was 100% an accident. I don't think he maybe meant to bow him that hard, but I don't think he went out as, you know, I, I don't think he was surprised that it happened. So, I mean, I don't think he really cared that he was behind him. It didn't look so. But, I mean, it didn't look like, you know, he didn't just rear back and try to, you know, bust his eye the way he did. I do understand Isaiah Stewart's uh, frustration, though. I mean, I would have been highly frustrated, too. He should have, when his teammates were trying to calm him down and they initially separated the two, he should have, you know, just kind of listened to his teammates and calmed down a little bit. And then I think he may have still gotten in a little bit of trouble. He might have got a technical even, but I don't believe he would be suffering a two-game suspension. I don't agree with the two-game suspension. I think it should have been, at worst, a one-game suspension for both players. I think that would have been warranted. But um, I definitely – uh. I definitely do agree that LeBron deserved to be suspended, and I, I agree with that they both deserve to be suspended because we're trying to take basketball into a new era where it's a lot more respectful. I know they're trying uh, to go away, you know, not have any more, like, bad boy eras. Even though I, I was a fan of the bad boys myself. I was really young, but I was a fan of the bad boys myself. But um, I get... uh. I get why they're trying to go away from this. I understand the suspensions. I don't like that one got suspended more than the other. Um, I felt like the NBA showed a little bit of favoritism, as they always have to LeBron. I get it. Face to the NBA. No matter what, whether you think he's the best player in the league or not the best player in the league, whether you think he's – whatever you think of LeBron, he's the face. When you think – when people think NBA, especially young people, they think LeBron James. Some people might some people might say that Steph Curry stepped into that light. I don't think he's quite there with LeBron yet, but I do think he he's probably pretty close. But um moving on. Uh talk about uh we'll talk about Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford. Everybody knows by now Terrence Crawford did win by TKO in the tenth round. I, I thought it was gonna go to the decision. Uh Sean Porter performed really well. Um he just like always, he put on a really good show. But it just seems in these type of fights, he can't finish the deal. And um, he says he's retiring. He doesn't want to be a gateway, basically saying, you know, beat, beat me and, you know, you can take a shot at, you know, you know, Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford and such. So I, I understand that. And I'm sure, you know, he got off to a real fast start. Um, I, I say he won the first fight three or four rounds. And uh, 
but Crawford start. You could see where Crawford was making adjustments, but but um, Porter was answering. He he was going punch for punch with him, and he was answering really well. Uh, you know, and then you could just as the fight went on, you could just see, you could sense Crawford starting to take over the fight. Uh, and you could definitely tell. I would say it was in the tenth round. Um, it was pretty close. And I would say you either had Porter at a slight advantage or Crawford at a slight advantage, depending on how you saw a couple of the rounds. Um, but I felt like every round it went on, it just seemed like Crawford was starting. He was starting to, you know, just get there a little faster. He, uh, the body shots were really starting to take a toll on Porter. And then in the 10th round, uh, there was the big uppercut that, that floor Porter the first time. And then he gets up and not just a couple seconds later, he just unloads, you know, a typical Terrence, Terrence Crawford barrage that just, you know, just, just, <laughs> that just looked murderous. I mean, it was definitely some bad intentions behind some of them punches. Uh, he drops to the canvas and he pops back up like pretty quick. And then his father, uh, had already jumped on the canvas and, uh, put a stop to the fight i i can understand that you know his father is also a trainer for anybody who's not aware of that um so needless to say it was a tko in the second round um terrence crawford said he had him figured out from round one i, I don't believe that now i'm thinking about round three or four he's you know terrence crawford always kind of does this he lays back and he learns his opponent the, the worst thing you can do for and, uh, against Terrence Crawford is uh, go out there and show all your cards in the first couple rounds. So I, I think that's where Sean Porter may have made the mistake. I can't say I, I, I'm I'm not. Um, I don't watch as much boxing as I used to, but I would definitely say that I think he showed too he showed too much of his hand. Um, in the first few rounds, and it and it, and Terrence Crawford was able just to slowly but surely adjust to it. Took a little longer than I thought it was going to. I thought by rounds five or six he would really have him figured out, but he was winning them rounds. But but Porter was still he he was he he could have planted a seed of doubt in a few voters. You know I don't know what the official score was. I know the unofficial card I saw had Porter ahead by one. That that I could see where that makes sense. Um, I didn't actually score the fight myself, but I, I felt like that made sense. Uh, having him one point ahead or one point behind, or even 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 if you had it uh, even Steven. Well, I guess it couldn't have been because it was nine rounds. But even if I figured it was one way or the other, either you have him a point ahead or a point behind. Terrence Crawford, I mean. So, uh, well, let's move on to uh, let's move on to college football for a second. Um, Dan Mullen. From the Florida Gators was let go. Um, his first three seasons were somewhat successful. He had done a good job, but this season was had high promise. It was looking like it was looking like you know Alabama, Georgia, and Florida were all three top ten possibles. Um, I think everybody viewed as Georgia and Alabama a little above Florida, but. Florida looked like a very promising football team, and they have not been. Um, they have been some, uh, I would say, disappointing. Um, uh, I got a father and a son who both love the Florida Gators, and um, I can tell you they're not happy. Um, and I don't see where they're sad that Dan Mullen got fired. 
Um, for those of you who don't know, Dan Mullen um, was the offensive coordinator when Florida won two uh, two national championships in three years under Urban Meyer. So, and then he went on to get a uh, he went on to, of course, get the job at Mississippi State. Did really well there. Came to Florida and he had success at Florida, but not not the kind of success that I think um, Florida fans and uh, boosters thought would manifest. So. Um, moving forward, last thing I'm talking about today, uh, Tampa Bay, New York, Tampa Bay wins 30 to 10. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that by now. Um, like I said before, one of my favorite stats is time of possession. I think if a lot of times, if you can possess the ball, if you possess the ball for more, for 32 minutes or longer, you start putting the other team at a disadvantage, unless if you hold the ball less than 28 minutes, unless you have that offense, they can just hit it up, you know, that, that are going to hit you for them, you know, you know, three play 80 yard drives. Cause you know, they had a 60 yard pass because you got a Tyree kill or a CD land that can just, they can do those kind of things, you know, unless you have an offense like that, you know, um, uh, you have to possess the football. You have to, you know, I always, say you probably want to possess the ball somewhere around 35 minutes if you're the offensive coordinator that's your idea going that would be my philosophy going in let's try to possess the football 35 minutes unless we're just scoring at a ridiculously quick rate and, and then that then time possession doesn't matter because you're throwing up 35 and 40 points and it's it's there ain't many um offenses gonna keep up with you at that rate so unless you got just two really bad defenses like you know, like we saw this past week in the Charger game. So, um, Tampa Bay had 402 yards and 215. Tampa Bay went to the red zone five times, scored three times. Brady, uh, 307 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. New York turned the ball over three times. Um, Tampa Bay dominated this football game. Um, they dominated it from the word go. Tampa Bay looks like you know it looked like you know they had a couple bad games there um but it looks like they're getting you know Brady through Brady and you know the rest of the leaders of this offense it looks like they're getting it going there it looks like they're you know you know sometimes it takes a lot sometimes that late season loss or mid-season loss it loss is that they suffered sometimes that can be the difference in and sometimes them losses make it where you can win um a championship so um tampa bay looked like the team that we've been seeing now is against new york new york is a bad football team so but going forward tampa bay is going to have tough games so we will definitely get to see their hand and see if they just beat a bad football team today or if they're really getting the ship uh back on track which is what i think i think they're i think they're going to get this back on track um that's all i got for today guys i mean uh, uh as always um you know, you can hit me up on TikTok or Twitter. Uh, Twitter's at FalconFan8402. And my TikTok is God Family Sports. Y'all have a blessed day.